Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, men on. Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Albuquerque. You know what that means. It means Mike Vitale is here. Michael, how are you? Doing pretty good, man. Yeah, back to you. Hey, so what's what's the deal? JJ sitting in my seat this morning, got my microphone all the way down? What's no, the deal? I don't mess with those. Those always no. get messed around every day. Yeah, and I have to adjust them. That's a classic JJ Buck in the A chair <laughs> is what that is. I can already tell you. Well, I, I don't know. But I'm glad to be with you guys. Thanks. Good to have you yeah. back. I like this weather, man. I mean, it's not 90s. Um, I mean, it's not not 90s, though. It's still a high it's gonna, desert. Yes, yeah, it's going to be hot later in the week, so I'm enjoying the stay outside. We were at Braden Ortega's uh, wedding on Sunday night. Correct. Sunday night. Congratulations to Branda and his uh, beautiful bride, Rebecca. Should, uh, I tell you what. Yeah. And obviously, he's got a lot of deficits anyways. But when you put him next to that super beautiful, gorgeous wife of his, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, he ain't nothing. He ain't nothing. But they had all these friends and family, and from out of town, Michael, they had, um, you know, from all coasts and like different countries and stuff. I think she's Puerto Rican. And when the sun set and the night came in, everyone was like, oh, it really cooled off. It's beautiful here. And I'm like, stop talking about it. Stop telling other people. <laughs> yeah. This is every night here. This is the most beautiful desert on the entire planet. And you shut up about it. You shut up about it right now. That's exactly what I tell everybody. It's like, hey, enjoy your time in Albuquerque. It's an amazing, magical place. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Yeah, you muzzle up. Keep your mouth shut. Don't do it. Snitches get stitches. That's yeah. part of our yeah. one of the most prominent sayings we have here. We whenever low suit. Correct. Albuquerque Isotopes Burkay jerseys are very popular. That's all related to this. Trust me. Correct. Trust me. I was on vacation. There was a guy that stopped me at O'Hare Airport in Chicago last week, and he goes, hey, Albuquerque Isotopes, I've been there. I'm Aww. from Chicago, and crazy story. So he talked Cubs and Cardinals because he was a big Cubs fan. Did you meet him after he threw a quarter underneath your stall in the back? Ah, Cla- classic man, Nunley, mess around. <laughs> Becca's Puerto Rican family was so fun. Mm-hmm. How I- fun were they? When we walked up to the wedding, the usher said, do you want to send on, sit on Brandon Ortega's side or the fun side? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. So we did. We sat on the Puerto Rican side. When fun- <laughs> All right. From the live chat, Puerto Rico is in a different country. Listen, we understand that. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is all over the world. Puerto Rico is definitely all over the world. Sure. I'm not saying it's another country. I'm saying it's all over the world. It's like not- Mr. Worldwide? Yes. Is that, you're talking, you're, is that a pit bull reference? We already made one yesterday. The same way that Alaska and Hawaii are states that Puerto aren't. Puerto Rico's a state these too, is well, it? No, it's a, it's a, it's a territory. It's a territory. Commonwealth, what's the difference? Commonwealth. It, well, one's a state and the other one is Puerto Rico. One's old-timey words that we yeah. don't use anymore. Yeah, one one's a state and the other one is fun. So yep. similar to the Rivera family, but congratulations to them. It is it is kind of funny to talk about um like just how differently like people experience Albuquerque. We you know, we're so fortunate if it's 
isotopes or United or ice or whoever. We get to interact with all these athletes here in the city that aren't necessarily from the city. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not from this region of the country. And that the way that they just fall in love with it, and it's almost to the 100 percentile. Like anyone who says they don't love Albuquerque, they're lying. Like that's a lie. You, you, know, do, you do love Albuquerque. I'll tell you who talks a lot of crap about Albuquerque. Who's that? Santa Fe. Lifelong Burcanos. Yes. And they'll talk all yeah, the crap about right. Albuquerque until the second someone who isn't from yeah. here talks crap about Albuquerque. Then they going to get it. They going to get it. I agree. No one gets to talk bad about my city except for me. Me and my lady went on an anniversary in Taos last weekend, two weekends ago, two weekends ago. And we're up, and they're like, uh, hey, where are you visiting from or whatever? And like, we're from Albuquerque. And the girl's like, oh. And I'm like, no, not to me, you're not. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. Mm-mm. Like, what you're going to say is, oh, great. Oh, great. Is Another that- amazing person yeah, from Albuquerque. That's how I feel about it. And and the, the woman that you had on yesterday, she was great. And I loved her passion about this state being oh, from the yeah. Las Vegas area. That typifies a native New Mexican, real proud. and Well, and we're going to... <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. We're going to continue that excitement because, I don't know if you saw, but two days ago, Jaquan Hill, who is the Gatorade player of the year from Volcano Vista. Which is good. Which Okay, because there's only one Gatorade player. For, well, there's 50 because yeah. Puerto Rico does not get one. Aww. They don't get one. They get a Powerade player. Of the year. Yeah, when Tim Duncan was the best player in the Virgin Islands, he didn't <laughs> get a Powerade. <laughs> um, Jaquan Hill... Plays a Volcano Vista, state champ, whatever, Gatorade player of the year, whatever, left-handed, not trying to hold that against him. He could take his talents basically anywhere in the country. Sure. He's one of, by definition of Gatorade, one of the 50 best players in the entire country. That's correct. You know where he's going to play basketball? New Mexico Highlands University. So we'll hey, have, we will have, there we go. Good get, go. good get. Keep it at home. So Greg Brown, the head coach of the boys basketball team up there at Volcano Vista, he's going to join us at 415. We're talking a little bit about Jaquan and his high school days. And then Mike Dominguez, the head coach of New Mexico Highlands University boy, men's Highlands basketball. flavor here. I'm telling you. So we're going to go back-to-back basketball talk, and it's going to be fun to talk with Jaquan's high school coach and then talk with his now college coach, so we're gonna get we're gonna get a guy who's got four years of exposure and is tired of Jaquan and is ready to see him go, and then we're gonna get a guy in Mike Dominguez who uh, don't know yet. He don't know, so he's excited. So well, I hope he listens in. Well, yeah, I assume to he get does. a better idea of what he's getting himself into. Friend of the show, you know, friend of the show. Like Jaquan, why are you walking up with uh, boot prints on your backside? Yeah, is, what is that? Why is it autographed by your coach? <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> This is the one today. This is going to be a heck of a one. We're only going to 6.15, though. Can we reach out to Josh? we got to set Josh up. Josh Sushan will be joining us at some point. We'll talk uh, Isotopes baseball because the baseball game takes over at 6.15 tonight as the boys are at home against <sighs> stupid and boring and hated Round Rock. Round Rock sucks. Sucks. It's like the 18th best rock. As far as types of rocks? Yes. Number one, Dwayne. What do you got second? Today's I-9 okay. Varsity. Varsity of Rocks. There we go. Today's I-9 Varsity is the Varsity of Rocks. This Rock is a very good one. Today's I-9 Varsity. I'm putting a little note down here. The Varsity of Rocks. That's a very good list, man. Good job. Hi, Tal. I think you might have given away my number one already. I think my number one would be Enroll. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Top shelf. I mean, it's not, not going to be... It'll make the varsity. It'll always work. You know what won't make the varsity? What's that? Yacht Rock. Rock. Yacht Rock? Yacht Rock. I got Yacht Rocked. 
Oh, that's good Ranked stuff. above Red Rock. Round Rock. What are they, Red Rocks? Round Rocks? You're, I don't care. They suck so bad. You're basically blowing the whole list right now. Yacht Rock, to me, though. <laughs> yacht Rock's got a place. Number one, I've never been on a yacht. Have you guys? Yes, yes I have. actually. All right, tell me more. Not like a super yacht, but I've been on a yacht before. Well, I'm not going to continue my story until you tell me about this yacht thing. You could just listen to um, the hip-hop classic Boats and Hoes, and it'll tell you all about it. Like That's basically yeah. the playbook. Yeah, the good point. Yeah. What makes a yacht a yacht? Is it having a bathroom? I think a bedroom, a, a bathroom, quarters. a kitchen. Oh, like a house. Yeah. I've yeah. been on a houseboat. houseboat. Houseboats are not yachts, boys. No, 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 no. They have vital the, sighting. The, the, the bigger the houseboat is, it becomes a yacht. I'm looking up yacht rock songs. So you, you, you can take it to Puerto Rico. Was Michael McDonald number one? So it, it, I don't think it's ranked um, by number one, but it looks like Take It Easy from the Eagles is on here, and I will agree with that 100 times over. Yacht rock to me is what you play at a wedding reception before the grandparents leave. Like yacht rock to me can be used for that. No, I think Yacht Rock is like you hear a Yacht Rock song and then you look down and you're just magically wearing boat shoes all of a sudden. Oh, so you're actually talking islands in the stream. No, no, no. That's country. That's a country. No, that's Yacht Rock all day. Islands in the stream is Yacht Rock? Yeah. 100%. Okay. Okay, Michael McDonald is Yacht Rock. Yeah, the Pina Colada song. There's there's one for you. No, that's... that's, It's an island song. You guys... Let's do the varsity of Africa by Toto. I would put that on the Yacht Rock list. No, no. Hey, nineteen by Steely Dan, hundred percent. Okay, yes, yeah, that's Steely a good Dan. One. Steely Dan yeah. is Yacht Rock. All right, name a band with a flute, not Steely Dan. Go, uh, Jethro Tull. Oh, just yeah, as good. Yeah. Mine. <laughs> also Yacht Rock. It's my auto answer for a flute. Um, hot take: Rosanna by Toto better than Africa by Toto. And if you say to me otherwise, I then have a reason to fight you. And that's the thing that's important to me is to know what motivations I have against you. You're just a big Roseanne guy. Rosanna. I also like songs with the word slow in it because that's my last name. Mm. Pointer Sisters, slow hand on this list. Very good. See, that is, those are not Yacht Rock songs. It's, I'm looking. Michael McDonald and Steely Dan are the only Yacht Rock that you've mentioned so far. You mentioned Michael McDonald. I didn't That's even not know. on the list yet? Like, what are you doing? He's number one. Uh, Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, I would put Gordon Lightfoot on the list. I wouldn't do that either. Okay, so you actually have no clue. I have the only clue. You've never even... Uh, so earlier I heard you were on a, rock, on, on a yacht, but you didn't even mention rocking one time. So I think that the yacht that you were on, you did not rock on, and that is what confused you on the definition of yacht rock. Okay, so here's the weird thing about my yacht experience. Mm-hmm. A lot of smooth jazz at the beginning. That's what I'm telling you. you Wasn't no a fan. Clue. Wasn't a fan. We turned it up later. Hey, we need to know, and we're not trying to, we're not trying to call you out here, but did you even leave the dock? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we didn't go far. You could still we could still see land. Are you confused from yacht- where we stopped? Are you confused have you confused yachting out with docking? Wait, hold on. I'm circumcised. What are you talking about? Okay, that's a ah. little what are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing here? Oh, oh that docking. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, figure it out. Neither? Had a friend of the show reach out to us today asking about our friend Scott Cregan over at Graphic Connection. What a dude. What a dude. So here's the deal. Okay. Get a hold of your boys, and we will say yes. Yes, work with Scott Creek in a graphic connection. That's what we will say. We will say go get your merch. Go get your your deals. Go get your to-dos. Also, I just bought 10 cornhole boards. 
You know how I'm going to put decals on those bad boys? Scott Cregan, Graphic Scott Cregan, Duh. Duh. Reach out to your boys. We will get you set up. And I don't like know specific if we get a referral code for that, but like just mention your boys and I'm, they'll figure you out. They won't not figure you out. GCSportswear.com is where you can kind of get everything. But if if you've ever seen a logo on something, oh, they'll just do it at Graphic Connection. Mm-hmm. Like So reach out to Scott, 1500 Renaissance Boulevard, Northeast, Suite A. Scott is the, uh, well, he's a friend of the show. He's one of the boys. He kind of does that thing the right way. And and this is a cool thing. And once, whatever that deal is that goes down, whatever that was, mm-hmm. like in front of the show, Steven, who reached out to us to help some youth in the community, forget, we'll have Steven on. We'll talk this whole thing through. Hey, you know the boys help helpers. You already know. That's what it's about. None of the, none of the rest matters. Greg Brown's going to join us when we get back. He's the head coach over at Volcano Vista. You know what he does? Win ships, boys. We're about to have championship coach over here. I got one regret growing up. Never winning a state championship. Oh, man. Also, I was in Illinois, and it would have been a really hard thing because of Chicago. But whatever. Sure. Not trying to be that guy right now. I wish I had a ring, though. If I had a ring, I would regularly say, look at the ring on my finger. Not like a, a ring, not like a friendship ring or like a solidarity ring. I lost my championship ring in a yacht. I this, still haven't found it. <laughs> You're very good at this, Michael. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We started days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, which, by the way, big shout-out to friend of the show, U.S. Eagle, who recently just made, who just pledged a little bit of a donation over to the Y. So we'll talk about that whenever the time comes. Also, we're spending our evenings at Hollow Spirits. I think we're going to be out there Thursday. Is that what we're looking at? I believe so. Thursday night, we're going to be out at Hollow Spirits. So I think that'll be an absolute banger of a time. But up until then, I'm going to do a lot of yard work tomorrow with Teller Vodka. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. D Sports Inc. Efforting currently, head coach Volcano Vista, Greg Brown, not with us yet. We hope that he reaches out to us during the segment. Phone's not going through, man. Phone's not going through. Oh, my goodness. Is what it is. Oh, kill this part. Oh, my God, Michael. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't. The, outside of the intro, I don't know about this song. I couldn't tell you a single lyric. I just know the chorus. I only know the chorus. I just know DJ Khaled says it all the time. We're excited for this one, though, because... Jaquan Hill, the Gatorade Player of the Year, to sign with New Mexico Highlands. So that is about the biggest deal as it could possibly be. And if we can get a hold of Greg, we will have him on Coach Brown to talk about the high school years for Jaquan. And then Mike Dominguez, the head coach at New Mexico Highlands University, will follow it. 4.30. So regardless, we're going to do a little basketball talk regardless. I know Michael is calling again. You excited for this real sports tonight? I am going to be glued to my couch. Yeah, mm. I got a little bit of adulting to do. All right. A little house cleaning that I didn't do on Sunday. Okay. Because of the Ortega nuptials. Right. So I'm a little behind on my adulting. So I got the second the show's over until Real Sports with Bryant Gumble oh comes on. I'm about this one. The attorney for the 22 women who were suing Brown's quarterback, Sean Watson, which is now a civil thing, not a criminal thing. It's a civil thing. Mm-hmm. He said Monday while we were on air, so we didn't see it while we were on air, he said that two 
of the individuals, two of the ladies, they're, they sat down with Brian Gumbel, and that's going to air tonight, my friend. So, Real Sports with Brian Gumbel tonight at 10 p.m. So, I guess that'd be East Coast. So, 8 o'clock here. Correct. They're going to participate in, or they're going to participate in the program and tell the story and talk about Deshaun Watson, who, by the way, he's making his debut with the team in like five minutes. This is crazy to me. This is the thing where this is going to go from what is probably the NFL saying is going to be a six-game suspension. We'll come back to this real sports story in a moment. Is head coach the boys' basketball team over at Volcano Vista. Greg Brown is joining us on the hotline. Greg, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, guys. How are you guys doing? Oh, doing good, very brother. Well, very well. Glad we were able to connect. Yeah. Glad we were able to talk a little bit of hoops. And what have you yeah. been doing all spring since you're not winning every single game that you play in? <laughs> I'm watching the film over and over <laughs> and over again, the state championship game. I'm just kidding. I haven't even. <laughs> I tell you the truth, I've, I've been meaning to wake up sad one day and and watch it so it'll put me in a good mood, but I have yet to wake up sad lately. You know, it's like when you have a season like we had, it's just like you wake up on the way to school and you re- you remind yourself of the special team you had. And, you know, so I've been in a good mood lately. We, we're finishing school now, so we're doing finals. And um, so that part's been good. So and just getting ready for some summer basketball. Coach, I know we had some tech diffs, but um, your intro music was All I Do Is Win. That's correct. Because that's <laughs> all your program did was win this year. Like, okay, yeah. when's the next time you're going to lose a basketball game? Yeah, what, is that ever going to happen? Three, four years from now? How is, how is this going to work? Plan for that? You know, um, we we just um, had a – we went in the, we played in the Salsa Slam, mm-hmm. and we lost. Oh, no, that didn't count. Um, that's all another thing. That's, doesn't that's, count. That's not okay. yeah. Jaden Malone and Jaquan here were our coaches. And Love that. we had some oh, of our hawks out there sweet. playing, and a team from El Paso beat us. All right, first of all, I hate um, El Paso. So yeah. you, you make sure you, you don't say their name with respect on this program. You say they hated El Paso. Uh, I was a I was a, a spectator, and I was um, doing what some of the spectators do. So I was talking trash about the coaches. Super I was smart. Saying, man, yeah. Yeah, I was yelling at the refs, you know, that type of thing. But yeah, we uh we so we lost this we've we lost a couple weeks ago. So we, we needed it. We deserved it. When you were haggling, <laughs> you were like, Not you're not the New Mexico Gatorade coach of the year, are you, Jaquan? <laughs> are you? <laughs> That's of- right. Stick to playing, Jaquan. Like, yeah, he's uh he's a very soft spoken, don't get out of your seat much type of coach. <laughs> Didn't even bring a board. It came down to a last-second play that we needed to draw up, and he kind of asked the players, him and Jaden, what do you guys think we should do? One of those things, you know. And so um, they they deserve the L. Yeah, I didn't feel bad for him. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. bring that heat, coach. The, so mm-hmm. Vol- Volcano Biscuit, in a very in a very Ethel Merman style, like anything you can do, I can do better. The girls' team was right there too. So there's mm-hmm. there's just no way. The first the first squad to catch an L, that is uh that's pizza on you for the rest of the year. There's going to be a lot for going real. on with that. Jaquan Hill is the Gatorade player of the year here in New Mexico and uh you may or may not know coach, but I'm the broadcaster for New Mexico Highlands University. I'm the biggest fan awesome. of the of the purple and white that possibly could exist. And how well Highlands does to recruit 
New Mexico athlete. Talk a little bit about Jaquan and how he was in high school and talk about what Cowboys fans can expect to see from him on and off the court. They got a they got a great one, and I, I am biased, but I'm not biased. Jaquan has been a four year starter for us, even as a freshman. Actually, as a freshman, he was a six man because we had a really strong team in 2019. But that was his first year with us, and you know, Jaquan is a young senior. He he's turning 18 today. Um, oh, and so happy he, birthday! Yeah. <laughs> And so he's going to sign his national letter of intent to the New Mexico Highlands today and celebrate his birthday with his siblings. You know, he's one of like um, 15 hills. You know, he has uh, a couple older brothers and he has about 10 younger siblings and they're all going to be there today. That's a lot. Um, watching, yeah, supporting him as he signs his letter. And, the whole team and signing? Go, yeah, the whole team, the whole <laughs> hill team, the whole Volcano Vista team and so Jaquan is like he's a lefty. He's um, really Gross. probably going to be a a point guard um, and at the next level. So he's gonna he gets to learn from um, Mr. Domino Lovato, who's up there, uh, who is an outstanding point guard, and he's got a you know he's gonna go up there and compete. And he knows that there's some um, guys that he's competed against to attend Highlands, Jalen Munn and Nate Hasbury and. He's excited to um, go up there and compete against those guys or with those guys. And but um, you know his best basketball is is yet to come, of course. And he's one of those guys that's going to put the time in. And um, man, it's going to be a lot of fun following him the next four years. How come in four years you couldn't fix this left-handed thing? What's up with that? You know he throws <laughs> right-handed. He throws and he writes. You know I don't think people write anymore because everything's on the. Chromebooks, but he Same, I don't, I he do is right-handed, but he's a left-handed basketball player, and um, yeah, he's uh, so when people tell say force him right, yeah, we're like, yeah, go ahead, sure, force him right, sure, sure. He, he can go that way too. So, yeah, we didn't want to mess with the lefty in him because it it served it served a benefit to us for sure. I, to piggyback on that, you know, him being left-handed, but him also the ability to go right, like how hard is that for another coach to game plan on? And so he he loved to finish left, but he passes the ball well with his right hand. So, you know, a lot of people started sitting on his left side and, you know, his left shoulder. And, you know, it, it was just hard to guard him no matter what, just because he's very physical. He has a post game. It's, we call it a Barkley move where he dribbles into the post. And nice. he'll be able to do that at the next level as well. As well. But, you know, he's just – his greatest um, strength is he loves the game of basketball. It's been his life, and and he gets to continue to play, you know, at a very high level, and, and we're excited for him. i tell you what I'm excited for is is obviously Jaquan coming in as a freshman and last year redshirting and also a freshman athletically is Derek Chavez. Derek Chavez yes. played over at Valley, and I don't know how familiar you are, Van, but it yep. looks to me like the the – the guard play for Highlands with the point guard of Hill and then the shooting guard of Chavez, you're like, and I'm not trying to be a guy that's overhyping. You're talking 40, 45 points a game. You're talking like two guys that yes. can go up and just score the heck out of the ball. Talk to me a little right. bit, coach, about how important it is at the D2 level. And I know obviously world of high school experience, but talk to me how important it is that guard play translates to winning games. And it does. I mean, it really at every level, um, but at that level, you need guards like Jaquan and you need shooters like Derek. And 
you know, us being as 29 and 0 this year, our, pretty good. you guys saw us, our guards were, were pretty dang good this year. And there was a bunch of them. Jaquan was our leader, but you know, Jaden Malone, who's actually going to go to Highlands as well. I don't know if you know Jaden, he's our six, four kind of combo going to be even taller than that guard. And so, but with Derek at, at the next level, you have to guard him. You can't leave him. Um, and him being the shooter that he is, is going to open up driving lanes for Jalen Munn and Jaquan Hill. And it's going to give the post guy more room in there. And so having a shooter like Derek and, you know, playmakers like Jaquan, um, it's going to be, it's going to make for a, a, an exciting game, a si- exciting style. Coach Dominguez, um, knows exactly what he's doing, and, man, we appreciate him recruiting New Mexico guys. Well, and talking about recruiting, and we're going to keep you just an extra minute, Coach, so be ready for that. So talking about recruiting, what were the options that were out there for Jaquan? What were the options as far Mm -hmm. as universities and after high school that he considered before choosing Highlands? So so he, you know, one of the harder things, more difficult things about being in New Mexico is we don't have – Besides Highlands and Western and Eastern, we don't have these in-state schools. And so, um, you know, when you go to the Oklahomas and the Texas, there's universities around the corner. So what ended up happening with Jaquan was um, he got officially offered right away by um, Highlands, like it was last year. As it should be. Um, yeah. And then Northern New Mexico had offered him. They're, I think they are the first, Northern New Mexico. And then um, – Cochise uh, Junior College, who is, has an outstanding program, had offered him as well. And then he had um, a visit, probably he's going to visit four, three to four colleges in Oklahoma um, in Division IIs, um, pretty high-powered high Division twos. And Jaden Malone was going to actually visit them as well, and those visits were set up. And, um, and they actually fell through because Jaquan had a, an ankle injury. He was actually going to get on campus and play with players. So... There were some things that were going to happen for him, um, and the Oklahoma trip fell through, but New Mexico Highlands, you know, from start to finish, you know, just felt he had a great visit, and he likes Coach Dominguez and the way they play, and, you know, and he's going to fit right in. So um, he's excited. Excited for him, excited for Volcano Vista, sending their student-athletes yes, on to the next level, excited for next season. Obviously, we'll do this a lot throughout next year because uh, we're doing a banger of a job over there, Coach. Just <laughs> Well, I appreciate it, you guys, producing, very much. Producing good kids. Joining us after the break is head coach of the aforementioned New Mexico Highlands University, Mike Dominguez. We're going to talk a little bit about the squad. We're going to talk a little bit about how, how to recruit in this day and age. I don't know how you do it, Greg. I don't know how you set these kids Twitter and Instagram and, and uh, Max Prep pages and mm-hmm. YouTube. I just this is a language I don't speak. Me, you and mm-hmm. I need to sit down, belly up to a bar somewhere, and you just explain this thing to me because I don't get it. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I'll tell you that <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of platforms out there for sure. Everything and everything about it, Greg Brown. Thank you so very much. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate. You. Thanks for the support of Jaquan and and our program. We appreciate and, you well, guys. And now also the support of Jada Malone, who who I didn't see the Twitter announcement that he had signed with New Mexico Highlands, so I feel like an idiot. Like, that's... No, don't. It's just coming down now. He actually oh, just... Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, it's going to yeah, happen soon. I mean, yeah, that's that's the next one, but he's... Yeah, he's and he's going to be a really good player, too. He's He has a bright future as well. Love everything about it. Greg, you're the best. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Quickest... Thanks, 
Quickest commercial of all time, and where we get back, Mike Dominguez will join us. We're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk the next level. We're going to talk Highlands hoops, and we're going to talk Jaquan Hill, the Gatorade Player of the Year, signing with the York, New Mexico Highlands Cowboys. It's two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Oh my God! Head coach of the New Mexico Highlands University men's basketball team, Mike Dominguez, is here taking a break from recruiting the best players in New Mexico to play for the best program in New Mexico. Coach, welcome to the program. I'm good. How are you doing? Doing good, brother. Can you talk a little bit about your level of excitement, or have you not been able to find the words for getting Jaquan Hill onto this ball club? Yeah, no, no. Uh, I'm uh, I'm excited, man. He uh, he when he told me the the, the news, you know, uh, made my day a lot better. He's a he's a kid that we you know have targeted for for a while. I thought he's been one of the best players, if not the best player in in the state of New Mexico. For so for us to. To keep them in state and and here at New Mexico Highlands, man, we're we're super excited. But like in your inner circles, when you're talking about it, you're like, hey, I mean, it's always it was always going to be Highlands. We're, we're I mean, we're the best. We're the purple and white. We're the whole thing. Like like when we offer, people come. Is that what the energy behind it? Uh, that's what we like to think. It doesn't always <laughs> pan out like that, unfortunately. But that's recruiting, and and that's okay. But um, we do a you know I think we do a pretty good job of, of the guys we 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 target and and try to get I think we do a good job of of getting them here at at, at New Mexico Highlands. So, coach, apparently we had breaking news last segment. Yeah, we didn't know. Not only are you getting Gatorade Player of the Year, Jaquan Hill, but you're also getting his teammate, Jaden Malone. Yeah, um, as. You know, I can't go too much into it because he hasn't signed yet. Ah, but, uh, oh, there it is. There we go. But yeah, it's uh, it's 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 gonna it's good news. It looks like it might be a possibility that someone heard somewhere while uh, spider webs and witchcraft that maybe down the road at one point. I don't really know what I'm saying here. I don't know what I'm talking about. Jaquan Hill, like you're a smart coach, coach. But Jaquan Hill, he's like a 4.0 student, like. Like, how smart it is of you to bring in, like, academically really sound athletes that can also produce. How important is that kind of off-the-court energy to you? Well, we always want, you know, first and foremost, we want guys that want to graduate. And, and you know, that's the main reason that they're, they're, they're coming to, to New Mexico Highlands. Obviously, they get to play basketball and get to do it a cool way. And, and you know, some of them get it paid for and, and whatnot. But at the end of the day, it's, it's to get these guys – you know, degrees and and help them become you know better men and and better people when when they leave our program. Um, and Jaquan does you know, like like Coach Brown said and and who he is, he's a good kid off the court, man. And that's that's a big thing to us. We want guys that are that are in it for the right reasons. And and Quan does all all, all of those things, man. And, and it just helps that he's really really good at basketball too. Coach, you had an absolutely epic turnaround to your season last oh, year. Oh, my so gosh. Best story in the state. Again, kudos for that turnaround. What's the secret to coming in hot and keeping that momentum from the end of last year? Um, You know, it's something to build on, but at the same time, also, it's it's a new year. It's going to be new players. You know, there's only going to be a couple guys that were a part of it. Um, Something we talk about, but not something we hold our hat on, you know. It's going to be a new season. We got to get to work. You know, um, I would like to not be in that position we were last year, and and I'd like it to be in a better position. Um, but it's still something that you know is something we can talk about from time to time. Just because you know you know what you're capable of when when you put your head and 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 you care about the right things. You know, you could do some special things. 
So the question I'm going to have then is playing freshman. So Jaquan Hill is going to come into a D2 program that in the RMAC is insanely competitive. There are grown men in the RMAC. What is the confidence level of putting someone in so early, or is it a strong consideration similar to the way you approached with Derek Chavez last year to where it's, hey, it might be a redshirt season before you're out there? Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's something we talk about with every freshman that ever comes, you know, into our program is you don't know until you, till you get around and you're in the fall and you're in workouts and you're playing with the guys and we're in practices. And, you know, for the most part, guys can, you know, guys even know off the bat, like, oh, you know, like I'm probably not there yet. I'm probably going to need a red shirt. But there's also going to be a time like, you know, Desmond Carpenter was a kid who, you know, came in as a freshman and played 20-some minutes a game as a freshman, and you could tell right away. You know, and there's some that could be for multiple reasons. Some, you know, they need a little bit more time to develop physically and mentally. There's times that, you know, maybe you just have an All-American in front of you that you're just, you know, he's a senior and he's 23 years old, and you're not going to be able to, to beat him out quite yet. You know, but um, I don't think, you know, whatever he whatever we end up doing with Jaquan, I think it's going to be great. Now I think he's going to have a chance to come in and play for us right away, um, but just like every you know, like everyone else, he's going to have to come in and earn it and, and work for it. Um, but if I didn't think he wasn't that kid, you know, we also wouldn't be on him the way we were. Um, but I know he's going to come in and he's going to work his butt off and and he's going to do what he can to, to help us win and 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 help us you know do well as a program. Kind of all the conversations I've had about Jaquan here in the city are, you know, talking about his stand-up personality and talking about how he's academically very sound and obviously a very good basketball player. So really no negatives character-wise, but I'm going to ask this question regardless. When you come in with the chip of Gatorade Player of the Year, mm-hmm. is there an energy about that that needs to be curbed? Is there is there an arrogance level? Is there anything of that nature where you're like, hey, Jaquan, red flag before you walk in, I want to make sure we address this? No, no, it's not. It's nothing, you know, because when you're going to the next level, whether you're playing Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, Junior College, NAIA, you're gonna get humbled. Unless you're a McDonald's All American, and even those guys, I'm pretty sure get humbled. Um, it's just a level of of competition that goes up uh, to another level, and you know, you gotta kind of. I, I want. I want Jaquan to come in with a little bit of a, a chip on his shoulder because you got to have that little bit of, you know, swag to you. But at the same time, like, he's going to be able to he'll, – he'll realize too, just like all of our freshmen do, is like we have really good players at this level, you know, and, and you're going to have to compete and fight. And usually those guys are, you know, they get humbled at the, you know, at the door when they come in. And it was the same thing for me. I was that kid out of high school that, you know, I was like, oh, I'm the best player in my school. I'm one of the best players in New Mexico. And then I go to, you know, I go to college and I'm like, oh, I'm just pretty average. (laughs) Uh, You're talking about him uh, maybe needing to mature physically. So you better start feeding this kid because Max Preps has him listed at six feet, zero pounds. That's not enough pounds, coach. He's got to be bigger than zero. You got to bulk this kid up. No, he's going to be fine, man. (laughs) The one thing that's nice about Jaquan that's a lot different than a lot of high school kids is his body's college ready right now. You know, and 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 for him, that's a big deal. That's that's going to give him the the best opportunity to play because he's, you know, he's going to be able to to hold his own against, you know, guys that, in our conference and, and and also compete in practice with with older guys that are, 21, 22 years old who have matured and you know are 185, 190 pounds, 200, and and he's going to be able to to hold his ground.
Can you stick around with us after the break, Coach? Because, well, Coach Brown big-timed us, and we had to run long. You know how that is. He, uh, you know, I mean, you're 29-0 and 0 in the in the city here. Yeah, I mean, you know, you guys know the energy on that. Yeah, stick around with us, <laughs> and let's continue to talk building out the uh, recruiting class for next year and talk a little bit in New Mexico Highlands University and their Cowboys basketball team. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Music, Michael. Uh, time for this. Mike Dominguez is with us. Coach, how are you? Good, good. Just uh, enjoying a not-so-windy day. That's Well, that's, I mean, finally, first time in a long time. Almost caught rain today, but you didn't. Did not catch rain today up there. I mean, it's still windy, don't get me wrong, but it's not as windy. We were talking a little bit about recruiting. We are talking a little bit about uh, Jaquan Hill. Is it back now, quote-unquote, post-COVID, to where you are going into families' living rooms? Is it back to that style of recruiting? Um, in a sense, you know, um, with New Mexico kids, it's, it's so much easier for us to get in, you know, get, a, get in front of them face to face. Um, so I'm able to, you know, I mean, I've been, I've known about Jaquan since he was a freshman. Um, I'm probably, I wouldn't say invested, but I follow Volcano probably more than any other high school in the state because my, you know, my aunt. My Aunt Lisa is the coach for the women's team. And I follow Volcano just through through them a lot. So, obviously, I've known about Jaquan since he was a freshman. So, you know, I've been to probably, I don't know, 15 to 20 games in his four years. So, is it – and it's just catching up with him after a game. It's just those, hey, Jaquan, want to make sure you know who I am. want to make sure you know there's opportunity there. Yeah, between those times that I'm allowed to, to, to talk to them Correct, and meet yeah. with them, um, getting out to their practices in the fall. Coach Brown does a good job of, of one, letting me, you know, attend practices and be around them when, when I can and, 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 and just getting in front of the guys. And, you know, like I've told you guys and I tell these guys and I tell our recruits, like we, we make new, recruiting New Mexico a, a big, big priority sure. for us. Well, and- um, Talk a little bit about that different approach, too, Coach, because I think I've talked about this on air. In my opinion, at the D2 level, there's about an eight-hour radius from where you are to where you can recruit. So if we're in Las Vegas, you go into parts of Texas, Colorado, Arizona, and obviously all of New Mexico. Is there a different conversation that you have with New Mexico athlete versus athlete that is from a surrounding state? Um, no, I mean, the only thing that probably changes is, you know, I could probably relate to the New Mexico kids a little bit more because I'm from New Mexico. Um, I know we sometimes have a little bit of a a chip on our shoulder just because we don't, you know, being from New Mexico, you don't always get the same love that you would if you played in Texas or Arizona or, or wherever, you know, just because they think, you know, New Mexico is not the basketball state or whatever it is. Um, so I'm just able to relate to them on, on, on that sense of it. Um, but other than that, you know, the message still stays the same. We want to recruit good student athletes that want to graduate, want to help us win games, who love the game of basketball, and and want to be coached. So, so what was your vibe like after you bagged the Gatorade Player of the Year? You did a little little Tiger Woods fist bump. You go down to the skillet, have an oat soda. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, first thing <laughs> I did was uh, call my family. You know, let them know that because they obviously are invested and know that uh, who it is I'm trying to to, to sign and call my assistant coach and, 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 you know, a couple guys on our team that, that know him and, and just, just excited, man. He was, you know, he's been the number one player we've been after here in New Mexico and for us to get him, you know, it just kind of puts a, 
more of a, uh, I'd like to say, stranglehold on the rest of the schools in our in our state that try to recruit New Mexico kids, and we want to say we do it better than, than everybody else. Boom. Is fellow Volcano Vista grad Isaac Fields coming back to the program? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to tell me you're going to have three Volcano Vista cats on this squad. I mean, you don't even have to teach fellowship. Like, these boys already know. Uh, yeah, no, uh, these guys, I mean, they come from a good program. Coach Brown, you know, Coach Brown is a great coach. He comes from a basketball family. You know, his dad was is a Hall of Fame coach and one of the best coaches ever to, to do it in New Mexico. Um, you know, Coach Brown, I played against, you know, when he was coaching at Manzano, I was playing at Capitol High School. So I've, I've had a relationship with him for, you know, over 10, 15 years now. And he does a great job. And, and the thing that I'm most excited about is, the stuff that we teach, he's already doing at the high school level. So the learning curve's not as big. And when these guys step on the court for us, you know, they're going to understand what it is we're asking them to do because they've been coached so well at the high school level. I want to make sure I got this right. It's between like 12 and 15 New Mexico players that's going to be on this Highland squad. Uh, Yeah, roundabout, probably yeah, 10 to 15. I don't know off the top of my head, but we have – quite a bit and you know some red shirt some are red shirting some are come off of red shirting some will red shirt um but you've seen it you know we our new mexico guys play we don't just you know they don't just come and i'm not recruiting them to 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 sit on the bench or to say i recruit new mexico i'm i'm recruiting you know new mexico guys because i expect them to to play for us and, and help us win championships and help us win games coach thank you so very much for taking the time with us today i appreciate you guys having me always uh always a pleasure what Thanks, a good coach. dude. What a good dude. The best dude. Can you believe it's 5 o'clock, boys? A little quitting time whenever we get back. Not for us. We're on till 6.15. Josh Sushan will join us at 5.45. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Very good first hour of the program. A lot of conversation about recruiting New Mexico. A lot of conversation about Gatorade Player of the Year, Jaquan Hill. Hey, good for him. Good for him. Also, happy birthday, Jaquan. That's a big deal. Hey, happy birthday to a friend of the show, Frank Holloway. Oh, you talk about owner of Spirits. Hollow Spirits. Well, big Frank shout Holloway. out. Big HBD, young homie. 40, Van. 40. Yeah, we're the same age. He's a man. I'm a man. I'm 40. Big thank you to the sponsors of the program, including John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy. John has not been on the program recently. Let me tell you why he's living that life. Living that life. He's a busy dude. Dude. Like, one day, like, like I'm going to have kids and grow a family and be a tremendous father. I'll, I I can never buy Father of the Year mug. I can never buy Best Dad ever. John Lopez already Does has John it. John Lopez has yeah, it. he already has it. Nothing wrong with the silver, brother? No, that's fine. You're Just good. Live my life. So, you know, I, I moved recently. I yeah. The, all right, cool. So in Vital, I brought them to Vital, the little K-Cups of the New Mexico Pinion Coffee, because that's what I was living oh, off those of. Those are good. Mm-hmm. So today was the day when I was out. Today is going <laughs> to be the day that you are finally out of coffee. I can share one with you. Well, thank you. But one. I'm, I'm going to tell you, we get off the air at 6.15. Yeah. I'm rushing over to one of any local real <laughs> retail store and grocery. I'm going to get one right away, because I'm going I'm to be honest. I was dragging this morning, boys. I was dragging this morning. Super Dragon. Don't like that. Could have just had Teller Vodka. <laughs> that would have been the move, Van. Same result. Morning. Man.
tonight, I do need a coffee because i got to stay up a little late because I'm going to watch this real sports with Brian Gumble. How late do you think that's going to go? In like it's a, always an in, hour. In your head. It's always an hour. But You're in bed by 9 p.m.? No, but yes. But also yes. You know I am. And the problem with, like, right now, because I'll argue right now is the best sports time of the year that's not October. But we're kind of lying. We're kind of if – if I'm like, hey, the NHL playoffs, they've been okay. They're not great. The NBA playoffs have been a joke. Blowout, blowout, blowout. But they alternate blowouts. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> cool. Except for the domination of welcome back, Golden welcome State Warriors. Back. They're favored by one tonight. Do you have any money in your life? Go put all of that on the Warriors. Take Warriors favored by one. I don't care how much money you have. Take all of it because this is going to be a blowout tonight. Like an v- embarrassing proportion. Luca wants to win a game. He is going to do everything within his power to win this game. It don't matter. He does not want to get swept. No one of his caliber who wants to establish a legacy wants to get swept. So here's That's a- going to be the same conversation. Oh, yeah, but remember in uh, 2022, Luca got swept by the Golden State Warriors, huh? I'm about to give you a statistic, okay? Okay. Steph Curry is undefeated in games that I think he's going to win. Ooh, okay. So, All right. That's, that's an official one. Take that's that one to the bank. Really good. <laughs> really good. But no NBA for me tonight. I do not care. No NHL for me tonight. I do not care. I only care about real sports with Brian Gumble because he sat down with two of the accusers. At least two. Uh, it's only two. You sure? Positive. I've seen... Well, you know, when has the internet been consistently correct? That's true. So the attorney, because the 22 women who are suing Brown's quarterback, Deshaun Watson, formerly of the Houston Texans, two of those ladies sat down with Brian Gumbel on Real Sports, and they're going to go spill all. Yes. Yeah, this is um, this is a big deal one to me, because Watson is repeatedly denied everything. I'm like, do we have an opportunity here to get public opinion out? Like, are these accusers going to bring text message threads? Are they going to bring interpretation? Are they going to bring, what's that called, reenactment? Like, is there going to be all of that? Because what Ben Roethlisberger get? Six games? And then what? Negotiated, appealed to four? Give Deshaun Watson a year. A whole year with no no negotiation. Well, you know his salary, which is huge, it's only promised a mill this year, man. The Browns are ready for this. Of course they're ready for this. We joke a lot about Baker Mayfield. That's why Baker Mayfield's not traded, because they need someone to play at least six games and probably 17 games. In good conscience, I can't see, even with no official crime committed in the court of law, I can't see the NFL going easy on this situation. They better not. They Oh, my gosh. I'll lose it. Because you know how oppo I am? I'm not oppo questionable character. I'm also not oppo a lot of vice stuff. Mm-hmm. If, you develop a, if you develop a pattern of behavior or an approach to life that is damaging to yourself and, and not others, I'm actually in support of you. Sure. Let's say hypothetically, yeah, these were professionals. These were women of the night, 
and he consensually paid for them, while I don't agree with that behavior. Zero problem on my part. No problem. No problem. This was not consensual. This is why I was less. He forced himself, allegedly, on 22 young women. Well, and then you know there was a grip that it wasn't forceful. In which, if that is your. A gray area. A gray area. The gray area is what got him off his legal. Correct. His first round of legal problems. Also, uh, verbiage, okay? Mm -hmm. Verbiage. So, also going to join us very soon, Sebastian Noel, as he wants to have a conversation about Jaquan Hill. He just reached out. So, we'll set that up for 515. Hey, well, happy Jaquan Hill Day. Well, I'm telling you. Well, Sebastian would know. Sebastian called the ship. He called the game. Overtime win. Win the state. It's his birthday. Got the big scholarship. Gatorade Player of the Year. Duh. And then Sebastian Noel gets to talk about you. Icing on the cake. And I know Sebastian has sat down with him for his program, and they've had conversation and stuff. So there's this is going to be very good. I'm so excited. I tell you, this is, it's organic radio. So HBO reaches out to the attorney for the 22 women who are accusing Deshaun Watson of these deeds. Bryant Gumbel is headhunting. Sure. Bryant Gumbel is going to take down an NFL quarterback. Bet. Bet. So there's very few cut from the same cloth as Bryant Gumbel. Bryant Gumbel is an actual journalist. He cares about the truth. He cares about telling a compelling story that is based on fact. He's probably the best to do it in the sports world. He's going to get to the bottom of it. He's going to have a compelling narrative. And done the most realistic and positive way ever. Because it was said from the representative for the ladies, it said, quote, during the filming process, I was impressed with HBO's diligence and um, on fairness. Despite a request, HBO refused to provide us beforehand the questions they intended to ask. And I can tell you the questions were in fact asked, not only to our clients, but to me as well. The firm has been trying and winning civil cases for 25 years. We're extremely confident in this case. Now, I'm not going to say that these ladies aren't going to have been coached. They will have been coached to do this. They're going to be prepared. Yeah. But I'm telling you, that narrative doesn't super matter. What matters is is what? HBO Sports. It's the money behind HBO Sports. It's the marketing. It's the reach. And they had that deal with um, Super Soft Knocks where where there is a relationship there, and the NFL is not going to screw up their HBO relationship. Now, the NFL, bigger beast than the HBO. I'm not going to say it's not. But they need that outlet. And if Brian Gumble is trying to get your guy who sucks, the NFL is not going to stop that. HBO too big. There's a couple of guys. This is one of them. And Bryant Gumbel has the legendary career. Bryant Gumbel Pro. has the street cred. Yep. Where neither party can tell him no. No. Because then what does he do? He says that you told him no. He says you told him no, and it looks worse. Yeah. Yeah. And then he can do this one. So what did the NFL do to the two Texas grand juries? What they do there then? Right. Because that's a real conversation you have. And, you know, he, um, are you familiar with Between the Lines? Sure. Okay, so Gabe Feldman hosts that, and the attorney went on there, and that's a podcast, Vitality. That's the future. I don't know if you know about podcasts. <laughs> but they've done this one time before, but without the ladies, you're going to get testimonial, quote-unquote, on the biggest platform about the biggest story from those that were involved in the story? Doing doing what we do, and then more importantly, being a son to a mother I love. Yeah. 
a brother to a sister I love, mm-hmm. a father to a daughter that I love more than I can describe in any language that I know. Same. It's going to be hard to watch. Yeah. But I feel like it's going to be important. I think it's going to be worth watching and worth discussing. Well, also, like, not to dismiss the product itself and the content that's going to come out, it's not enough that we have must-see TV. Like, must-see TV is an energy that has been lost to me for 20 years now, probably. And it's here tonight. This is a, I want to see it live. I want to see it as it's happening. I, I want to follow Twitter immediately afterwards. Like, right. I need I need all of that. Because you know how I am. Make dinner. Do laundry. Be able to fast forward through the DVR. Correct. Like, that's me. Not on this one. That was literally my game plan tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm going to be stuck to the couch watching this. Oh, this one is just a crazy one. And Brian Gumbel's going to win this one. He wouldn't sign up for it if he didn't. And this is not Texas leaning. This is not Cleveland leaning. This is not pro athlete leaning. Sure. This is not social justice warrior leaning. This is like you said, the top tier of accreditation in the world of reporting on sports. This is not our program. He's the best. He's been the best for a long time. Yeah. He's not going to take a deal. No, it's the best brand. No. He's not going to take a deal to sugarcoat it for either party. Let's grab an early break. When we get back, Sebastian Noel is going to join us and talk some more high school hoops. Don't worry, Mike. I'll have Sebastian call you. I know I didn't give you the number. It's a whole thing. There's a production aspect to this. It's live radio, boys. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The voice of high school athletics here in the state, ProView Network's very own Sebastian Noel. Sebastian, welcome. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What uh, Are you in an airplane? Where are you at? What is this deal? Are you in the rail runner? Is that the rail runner? Are you on the rail runner? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. No. Hey, uh, I wanted to call in because, you know, usually, Fred, you guys know that uh, I don't like to admit publicly that I listen to the show or even – or even I'm a friend of yours, right? I don't usually don't admit those things. Smart. But uh, I wanted to talk about Jaquan. Yeah, he's the best, right? That's a, oh, he's so good. I mean, not only great kid, great student, all those things that Mikey talked about, right, Coach Dominguez. But you get a basketball player that just works so hard at his craft, right? He's a gym rat. Um, the thing that really impresses about him is the year-to-year growth, right? The things that coaches, opponents would identify as his weaknesses throughout his career during high school, he would, he, he fixed them all, right? And, you know, after his freshman year, they, they pick up on something, and then he immediately goes to work on that in the offseason. He fixes it. Late in the middle of his career, coaches start, you know, saying, hey, make him beat us from the outside. He becomes this deadly three-point shooter, right? So to see his progression from freshman to senior year, just amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm going to have to uh, catch a ride up with you a couple of times to uh, watch some Highlands games. Shoot, you sit right right alongside me calling some of these games because, yeah, it's something to me that's real special about the way that Highlands recruits New Mexican athlete. And I think we talked about the end of the conversation with Mikey Dominguez, head coach of the Highlands, but there's something like a dozen kids from the state of New Mexico and 10 of those from the Albuquerque area. Whenever you see these athletes in high school come together to collegiate level, Sebastian, how well do they gel? Well, you know, that's a great, great question. 
uh, a lot of these guys are friends, right, especially the in-town guys. Mm-hmm. So they all know each other, you know. So I think there's going to be some chemistry there right off the bat. And I think Mikey's done a great job with kind of getting guys that will fit, right? You have a Derek Chavez who, by the way, can nicest shoot. hair in New Mexico. Can yeah. we agree? I, right? I mean, have, you been, have you been to practice, Fred? His hair is never out of place, even after three hours of practice. I mean, Van's right here. You're insulting Van. I don't, I don't know how, how Derek does it, but a guy like D.C., right, like Derek, that uh, he can fit a role, right? He can spot up and shoot. And you have a guy like Nate Hasbury who can uh, beat you off the dribble, defends the whole floor. And I think Mikey's done a great job with getting guys that will fit together. They all kind of understand each other's strengths. And I'm excited. Some of the seniors that graduated are going to open up a ton of playing time. I know I don't have to tell you that. So there's going to be some minutes available Sebastian, you talked about Jaquan's growth and Jaquan's maturity over his four years at Volcano Vista. What was the key to that? Was that him being a gym rat? Was that the expertise of Coach Brown? What's what's your perspective there? Well, I think, one, he's that guy, right? It's always been his dream to play basketball at the next level and then at the next level and then at the next level. Right? That's kind of always been his mindset, right? So I think he's that guy, one. The gym rat piece is a must, Absolutely. Uh, you when you and then you have a great high school coach like Greg Brown. Uh, I think that certainly is a part of it. Uh, you know, and it's just it's just his DNA. It's who he is. I think Jaquan first got on my radar, and I think it was because of you, Sebastian. It was probably oh gosh, like a year ago, almost exact, maybe a little bit longer, when you had him on Local Focus. And there's something to me about when a high school kid can sit down and be composed and articulate and communicate the game and direction. When are, the time you spent with Jaquan, what, what speaks out about him that's not on the court? I think it's just the way he carries himself. He's, he's got a confidence to him. He's got a great demeanor to him. He's got a level head. He's got a very level head which we saw obviously on display with those late free throws in the state championship. But I think that's how he carries himself all the time. A kind of guy that teammates will rely on to be level-headed, will rely on to lead them, right? We saw that his senior year as well. He's just a very level-headed kid. I remember when I first reached out to him to appear on the show, I was, it was during the COVID scare at the beginning and, and or in the middle when they were starting to have some some tournaments on the weekends, underground tournaments, right? Not really at the high schools yet. Just And I, I started going to those, and I said, hey, I, I'd really like you to come on the show. And his response was a very confident, yeah, I've been waiting for you to ask, almost like, <laughs> oh, why did it take this? Why did it take this bleeping long is, I think, what he wanted to say. And so he carries himself with a confidence, but it's not an arrogance. It's not pump. It's just. He's a cool cat, man. He's he's got a very very level head. How big of a problem is gonna is he gonna be at the next level? Him being so athletic, him being left handed and or ambidextrous, we're not exactly sure. What kind of problem does this pose for other coaches? Well, I think you you have to account for him on the floor because he does so much. Whether that's facilitate, whether that's spot up, whether that's beat you off the dribble. I think he has to be in the scouting report, right? There's certain guys that you know. I mean, you know, Fred gets in the game, right? All right, we go. We we uh, we don't have to guard Fred. So no, you, let's, you focus on, let's focus on Van. Shooter, right? <laughs> Shooter. <laughs> but no, Jaquan's going to have to be in the scouting report, no doubt. He's going to be in the scout because he, he's going to give you something to contend with, whatever that is that night. Are you with me in this idea, Sebastian? That basketball right now 
in Albuquerque in New Mexico is better than it's ever been. Yes, I agree. But you know what? I would say that for all sports because look oh. at baseball. We just yep. completed baseball. LaCueva's got a couple of guys going to UNM. Sandia's got a couple of guys going to UNM. Carlsbad's back. And then you go back to football. We've talked about Exodus errors in the past. So I think we're uh, in a really, really good place right now for all sports. Who's uh, who's the next Jaquan Hill next year? Who do you have your eye on that's going to win Gatorade Player of the Year? Oh, man, that is a tough, tough question. Uh, I think there's a lot of candidates. I think uh, I think Exodus Ayers has to be near the top of that list uh, at La Cueva. Um, that, man, that's I was not expecting that curveball. My bad, buddy. Uh, <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. I think Exodus has to go into the season probably leading the way. Uh, you know, if he but but then again, you know, if he starts compiling football offers, how invested is he in basketball? Will he continue to play in basketball, right? Because he's gonna he's had some visits to some high level schools like Oregon, Washington. So if those serious football offers start coming in, uh, you know, is he gonna play basketball? So that's uh, but I think if he's out there the whole season, my my my, uh, my vote probably for preseason would be Exodus Harris, but there's a ton of candidates, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you the best player I thought I saw in person last year at the high school level, aside from Jaquan, I think Jaquan was it, but the the second best player I saw was Jalen Holland. I think Jalen Holland down at Las Lunas, who was only a freshman last year, by the time he gets done over the course of four years, um, he's going to have an opportunity to, to, to pick his next destination because he seems like a talent. Oh, yeah, and I, I, we talked about that on the morning show, you know, uh, I appear on Wednesday. You know, the morning show is kind of like, that's the show you take home to meet your parents. Yes. And then there's this one, right, yes, where you, 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 hit up, you hit up when you're traveling on the road and you have a hotel. You know what I'm saying, guys? Save, uh, save that sound bite. We need that. You've, you've never been more right in your whole life, Sebastian. Uh, spot on. Is that, is that a, can we show promo that? That's a show promo? That's, uh, yeah, the, oh, yeah uh, no. the show you don't take home to your mother. Yes, I'm in on that. Monday through Friday, 4 to 7, the show you don't take but home yeah, to your mom. Jalen Holland is an amazing talent that comes from an amazingly talented uh, family. His brothers and sisters have all played at the next level. And, uh, yeah, he's going to be the next D1 talent out of here for basketball. That's that's for sure. So I hope the Lobos are interested early. Uh, I, I hope that New Mexico State is interested early, but there's a good chance he's going to be playing out of state uh, at Power Conference. His development, same thing from eighth grade year to freshman year now to the next year, I think it's going to be uh, fun to track. And Jalen Holland, I agree with you, is uh, going to be the next big thing to come out of New Mexico, I think. Baseball just wrapped for you, Sebastian, outside of local focus. What is going on in your professional world? What's what's the spring got to offer, or is it just getting ready for football next fall? Well, the Gladiators are back in town. There we go. There we go. Ow, ow. Saturday so we'll get the Gladiators this Saturday. I hope, hopefully I will see you and Van out there. I, mean, I know your calendars are very, very full. It's ridiculous. Hopefully, you yeah. know. Yeah, I know. And uh, so, and maybe, you know, later in the week we can uh, talk a little bit about uh, they're doing a camp. Gladiators and Jordan Bird, former Manzano star, now San Diego State star, they're, they're going to do a camp. Ooh. So uh, when I find out more details about that, maybe later in the week, boys, if you, you know, you uh, will entertain me again. Uh, sure. We can talk about that, but yeah, there's still there's still a lot going on. The Gladiators do look to improve to five and five on the season as they are hosting San Diego Strike Force. By the way, stupidest name in all of sports. Strike Force is a terrible yeah, name. They're, they're, they're the real round rock of the IFL. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. 
It's, yeah. This, you can't name your stupid team after the worst Chuck Norris movie. No, you can't do that. It's no. terrible. There's a lot of better Chuck Norris movies. Yes. This, also, like, And I'm not trying to say San Diego don't know. Padre's also a stupid name. It just means father. His father. Like, what is that? That's, yeah. that's a terrible name, San Diego. Figure it out. How's uh, how's my boy Atkins looking from New Mexico Islands? Is he uh, he's the truth? You know what? He just doesn't turn the ball over. And in that league, if you don't give the ball to the other team, and you got guys like Delo Davis and Greg Dent, and you, I mean, you know the boys, right? Yeah, pretty good. It's just that's all he has to do: go out there, don't turn the ball over, and just you know, and throw throw seeds at those guys, and we're going to win games. And that's exactly what he's done. So you know. Uh, if the playoffs were to start now, we would be in, you know, at that four seed. I'm hoping we just run the table the rest of the year, and uh, maybe we get a chance to host the game, right? Because Arizona, those those rattlers, that evil empire, right? Those cheaters, out cheaters, there cheaters, cheaters. Oh, big, I mean, yeah, I think everyone knows it, right? I mean, it's okay to say that, right? It's common knowledge, right? I will go. I will go into Arizona, and I will say it to Arizonian, and they'll say, "Yeah, no, yeah. That, that makes sense." They're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know how we got here." I That's- think they're even. Considering changing the team name, maybe the cheaters, it's, okay. rule rule benders, whatever head, you you know, whatever. Head coach uh, Joey Greco. Uh, no, no, no. Good reference. No. That's strong well, work. It's a good cheaters reference. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty decent. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so I think you know the, the cheaters or, or uh, rattlers will be number one. But I think we got a chance at that two seed, and we get a home game, and we party like only the boys know how to party, right? Yep. If we host the playoffs game. I mean, I mean, so that's the game I won't miss, the party game. Give me the party game. Also, like – We don't double book that one. No. No. Hey, one point unless, – Unless real sports is on, right? Unless real sports is on? I, well, I, I, I'm a big fan of – like, give me spectacles. We talk about this all the time. Sure. I need spectacles. And also, the Gladiators catching two one-point losses in, in back-to-back weeks, that to me is, like, the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like, to go on a road and lose in the IFL two games in a row by one point, What? What? Yeah, they could easily be uh, seven and two, eight and two, whatever the total adds up to right now. Yeah, I mean, this easily could be a one or two loss team. For that. I-, I did appreciate, uh, Fred, how you put your program on the opposite end of the spectrum of real sports uh, with Brian Gumble. I did, I did appreciate that. We got glad know, you caught yeah, that. Got to know the audience. Yeah. That's what it's about. So there at least is some level of self awareness. There's, at this point, which I think is refreshing. Well, and as I've been told my whole life, we all fall on the spectrum somewhere. So, <laughs> so I this show is at one end of the spectrum, and then real sports is at the other. Um, but you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Sebastian Noel, local focus, voice of all of New Mexico athletics at the high school level, Duke City Gladiators. Um, my disembodied thoughts, you are the absolute best. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, Van, congratulations on that Carlsbad Championship. Thank there you. It was fun. I was there. there mighty, mighty caveman. All right, guys. Be good. Be good. Cheers. Appreciate you, Sebastian. We're going to squeeze a bunch of it in before Josh Sushan joins us at 445 to preview the Ice Topes game tonight. Should be a good one as the boys are going to beat up on – it's a good night of sports. you got Ice Topes. United is tonight. Yep. You got ice tops all week. You got yep. gladiators on Saturday. There's a whole world of stuff going on. If if you like listening to a sports show but you're not really into sports, Saturday night you could then go to our gong show at Fusion Theater. Oh, that's gonna be killer. Sounds like you and I are gonna have to split up Saturday night. There's too much to do, too, too much, much to, to cover. Do. Too much so much to do, so much to see. 
Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Starter days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Van, if I see you drinking one more watermelon walk-off from Teller Vodka, I'm going to get me. jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Have I tell you had that yet, the watermelon walk-off? No, I hear it's real good, though. Yeah, they're doing some other stuff, too, hey, now. Hey, the grapefruit hibiscus lemonade. That's the one. Now, that that's, sounds that's good. That's my jam. And so they've been doing little stands out there. So if you're out there tonight, I don't know if they're going to do it tonight. Like, I'm just, uh, this may be false advertising. But they've been. I think they're going to do samplers with the table right next to us Yeah, on that Friday. table on yeah. Friday. Yeah. But heck, yeah. Let's come see your boys Friday. Come get a little taste while you're out there. That's what's up. Also, we're, ho- we're hosting the watch party for the United Saturday because the boys have to play tonight, and then they have to play on Saturday. Correct and we're ho- correct. But it's a day game on Saturday, and we're hosting that viewing party at Hollow Spirits, so come hang out with us. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. Oh, I like that part. Is that Yacht Rock? I was just going to say Yacht Rock to you. We need to start making that something different, like a low-key expletive. This yacht rock over here. Oh, I do like that. That's yeah. smart. That's good branding. The NFL round. We're going to do a little round table right here, boys. Get ready for NFL talk. So the NFL is discussing, like, the Pro Bowl. And they're like, hey, let's make this thing better. Uh, I think one of the ways that the NFL said, I think one of the ways to improve it is to cancel it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. All right. Let's go to commercial, Mikey. It sucks so bad. <laughs> The Pro Bowl has been irrelevant for 20 years, at least. It's been super relevant since the University of Hawaii couldn't figure out how to maintain their stadium. That's when it became actually irrelevant. Because then it was like, oh, we go to Hawaii, we'll see it. It's been a flag football game for years. It's it's 100% a flag football game. And you just hit the the nail on the head, Michael, because what we have to do to improve it, we talked about this all the time, the wide world of sports. You have these NFL players – uh, throw darts and play pool and do obstacle course runs and you have them do strongman competitions and you have them play uh, uh, bones like you do the whole thing like that is what you do at the pro bowl and then you have the offensive linemen the real athletes in the league eating have competition. them play yep no oh. wait for it beer sports Backyard Olympics? Ba- yeah, Backyard Olympics. All day. With hot dog eating being one of them. Duh. Cornhole. Yes. Flippy cop. Nobody cares about the game. At all. Let's do the skills competition mm-hmm. and let's rage. I do want to know who's best at beer pong. Yes. Yes, I do. That is an actual thing that matters to me. Yes. Pair it with something else, too. Put it with celebrities. What else ends around that time? WNBA? I don't know. Put the athletes from other sports out there. Let's go. And then you know how many people would love to gamble on that? If we're talking hot dog eating contest and then you do beer chugging. Uh-huh. Uh, I got David Bakhtiari even money. Nice. Yeah. Also, steal from the NBA playbook. No, literally. Slam dunk competition. Yes. Three-point competition. Yes. The, between your legs and cones and give me some of that NHL stuff. Have them do all that stuff. Yeah, because the game doesn't matter. All right, here we are. hear me out. I haven't watched the Pro Bowl ever. I can't remember. I was probably a child. You know what I have seen though many times? Skills competition. Yep. All of it. Yeah. When they throw the football at the thing yep. and knock the thing. Mm-hmm. It, give me give me all that you got. Hey, you get two te- you have them teams, right? So you get teams of two and you have them do Legends of the Hidden Temple. 
Like you do something of that Nickelodeon guts. Yeah. Double dare. I'm in. Give me that. Stupid football game that doesn't stupid matter. Nobody cares. Cool jerseys, bro. <laughs> and you do it the week before the Super Bowl. Please. Don't do it after in the middle. No one cares. Yeah. Uh, starting for the East Coast team, all-star Mitch Trubisky. You're like, no. No. He's not one of the best no, ones. He's not. Hey, and you, and you don't even have to have Pro Bowl voting anymore because that's been a scam. It's a super scam forever. Taking out Hawaii was a bad thing, too. Yeah. Because that was incentive for the players. Now, you know, since the 80s, when going to Hawaii was a treat, now, you know, they just make so much money that they just go to Hawaii whenever they want. That's not a big deal. Two words. Okay. Dodge ball. Yes. Here's the real answer, though. How many Pro Bowlers are there? 100? To be fair. To be fair. To be, be fair. fair. They already do dodgeball. That's like the one. That's like the only one that they already do. Oh, like that's the cool, fun one that they do do. Sure, I didn't know. Ah, do do. There's I, what's the real number? Is it a hundred, hundred and four, fifty two, fifty six? So one hundred and six players, probably right. Sure. Let's make it a prime number, one hundred and four. Let's break them down into, I guess that'd be eight teams. Eight teams, okay, of eight players. I'm, I think I'm getting the math close. If not, you're getting the idea. You build out different flag football teams you have them playing a tournament against each other the winner gets so much money to like a charity or something of that nature yes there is your answer yes let's go you're welcome cut this and send it to paul tagliaboo you know what you could also do goodell goodell ain't got no pull some of these boys are from the south some of these boys are from the east some of these boys let's have a chili cook off you beat me to it salsa cook off you beat me to it creole cook off you get you get all the alma maters yeah like LSU makes gumbo. Duh. Georgia makes barbecue. Hold on. You got to go by conference, though, because you can't. I mean, come on now. Okay. But yes, you're correct. You're 100% correct. Yeah, put some importance into the game again, right? No, no importance. Put only entertainment. Yes. That's, that's what I mean. Yes. Put something that's, you know, we'll at watch. Least it will, at least it will push the meter for once. Do you want to know how much people care about bad football? Look at the USFL ratings. No one cares about bad football. No one wants it. Also, do weird stuff. Give me a strongman competition. Punters and kickers only. Like, that's what I want. In its in its defense. In its defense. Oh, <laughs> the USFL is, like, already pulling better than, like, Pirates-Marlins games. They, well, so, there's that. Also, I did see they've had something like 2 million live viewers a game. That's That's very similar to, like, Friday Night SmackDown. That's still pretty good. That's very good. Still pretty good. What sucks. Is, it sucks. Vital, I know we have to go to Josh, but make sure that Josh knows when we get back, we're going to ask him how badly he wants to see every all-pro defensive lineman playing a game of musical chairs. You make sure he knows that. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we need to know. Also, cut this segment off. We're going to win a broadcaster's award. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Josh Sushan is joining us. Live from Isotopes Park as the hated round rock whatevers are in town. They don't even deserve their name. I'm going to call a baseball game tonight. Josh, how are you? I'm well. Do you know why their name is the Express? It's a fun fact. Uh, oh, no. Give it to me. 
Well, Nolan one Ryan. of their owners is Nolan Ryan. Oh. <laughs> and his nickname was the Ryan Express. Well, there you go. That's not so bad. Another fun fact. Every year they do a Nolan Ryan bobblehead giveaway. Super And smart. this is now like their 25th year. <laughs> so every year it becomes a challenge of what uniform are we going to use this year and what pose. And, you know, like at first, you know, it's probably pretty easy the first 10, 12, 15. Once you get to like years 20, 23, 25, you start to run out of ideas even for the great Nolan Ryan. You just, you pair him with other things. So it's the Nolan Ryan bobblehead slash Star Wars night. Exactly. And that's what it the is. Mark in the park. He's got like a bunch of puppies around his feet. Before, you got to do one of him, like, punching Robin Ventura, right? If that oh. doesn't exist, it better. And it's his fist is the bobblehead instead of the head. <laughs> uh, right. I love that. I yeah. love everything about that. Do one that. with, like, the blood that's all coming down his face and on his uniform because it was the 80s and no one cared about blood on uniforms and he's still pitching because he's Nolan Ryan. You could do the Nolan Ryan where he's holding all his Cy Young trophies. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's Ouch. only one, right? It's zero. 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 I saw. I see what you did we there. Yeah, running bid on the program. Well, right. to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Cy Young never won a Cy Young Award, Fred. Okay. <laughs> yeah, how good is he? Josh, we need to know from you what uh, position in the game of football, we assume you're going to pick a skills position, what position at the Pro Bowl do you want to see uh, athletes compete in a game of Pictionary? Ooh. Ooh. I mean, that's um, hard hitting right here, really. Yeah, that is hard hitting. So there's this theory in football Don't that the closer you are to the football, the smarter you are, and the further away you are from the football, um, least it's smart. not about yeah, it's not about being smart. It's just about being fast or okay. just being like athletic, right? So do I want like an intelligent game of Pictionary? Then I'm going to want the defensive alignment and offensive alignment. If if I want just chaos, then I want you know the wide receiver against the free safety. Tight ends, got it. We got it figured out. That's the answer. <laughs> right in the middle. Give us the hard middle. Dylan Overton on the bump tonight for the boys. Uh, what are you looking forward to to the game most? Okay, so for Dylan Overton, he has faced Round Rock twice, and in those two starts, he has allowed a combined four runs and 12 innings. Pretty That's good. ERA of three. Pretty good. The problem is, in all the other starts, his ERA is over 10. Ooh. So need him to be the Dylan Overton that faced Round Rock twice earlier this year in the suburbs of Austin and pitch like that guy. Oh, good. Our hate for Round Rock is only matched by Dylan Overton. Good. That's, That's the energy I need. Pretty let's, sweet. Let's get him on the show Friday and just talk about that. Just talk about this deep-seated hate that I have for the Express. So, Josh, did you witness the pregame shenanigans where they had to WD-40 the new robot umpire? Or how's Good that question, going? yeah. Really? <laughs> Here's the thing. I've, I've, I've been trying really hard over the last week to try to tell people in an objective, fair, straightforward manner exactly what is happening with the automated ball strike system. Someone actually asked me on Twitter, what's the difference between robo-ups and ABS? And I thought my head was going to explode. Obviously, and friends then, of the show. Yes. And then another, you know, and I've been using the this analogy that there is no R2-D2 behind all play. There's no robots. And I was corrected that R2-D2 is a droid, not a robot. So I'm trying to make sure that I'm clear oh, about that as well. Okay. Yeah, you got to think so more tonight, little wonder. Yes. Tonight is the debut of the automated ball strike system. If there is an issue with the Internet or something like that or um, Bluetooth technology, then then there'll be a hiccup. And in that case... The human, the human goes back to calling balls and strikes. Otherwise, a human-controlled computer program will be calling balls and strikes tonight for the first time ever in Albuquerque. I'm excited because I'm excited about everything that makes the game better. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I'm going to be looking for like a camera. I feel like I'm going to be look, like I'm going to have the eye out there, and I'm like, 
because I'm that guy. I want to know as much as I can and more. And I heard I heard uh, John Traub this morning on KKOB talking about it a little bit, how the isotopes are ready and he didn't forecast any hiccups. Have there been hiccups across the league, Josh? Have you heard any sort of, of I don't know what word to use, humbug about this entire experience from other teams? I have two minor examples. When we were just in Salt Lake, I believe it was the third game of the series, and for the first two batters, the earpiece for the umpire was not working. Mm. I could tell right before the start of the game that he was trying to tell the dugout something. And then a couple of batters into the game, it started to work again. And so he went back to having the computer tell him whether it was a ball or strike. And if there is any issue, then the umpire just immediately goes back to calling it the way that he sees it. And then I heard a story about in El Paso that apparently as the pitch was being delivered, the umpire was hearing buffering, buffering. And then they were able to figure that out uh, pretty quickly, and so it was just very, very, very brief that it happened. I have not talked to everybody in the league. Remember, they just started last Tuesday. Five of the ten teams used it. Now the other five are going to use it for the first time tonight. So so how excited are managers for this? Because finally the umpires aren't in charge anymore. So you can kind of just start messing with the umpires now. (laughs) You know, it's really interesting asking people whether they like it or or don't like it or just what they think about it. And, you know, for a lot of people, getting on the umpire is a big part of the game, right? And you can still argue with with the umpire about other things. There's no shortage of things that you can argue with an umpire about. It it does take away the whole, like, chirping at an umpire for balls and strikes. Instead, you're chirping at – you don't know what to chirp at. Yeah, 0111001101. Is that one buffering blue? (laughs) I, I, I've kind of wondered from a psychology standpoint, maybe there's a friend of the show who's a psychologist who can get into the idea that when you're upset, are you are you more satisfied when you can argue with somebody where you oh. can maybe be able to, because of your arguing, maybe you can persuade them to give you more calls in the future, well, and, right? right? Versus when it's just a computer and you don't know who to be mad at, right? You're just mad at, 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 at madness. You're just... Mad at, and you don't even know what to be mad at. Well, and also, if there is a friend of the show who's a psychologist, I'm not going to allow this idea that you have, Josh, to leapfrog the help that Van needs. That's so okay. <laughs> reach out to the show. Uh, speak to Van Nunley. There's a lot going on up there. But at the same time, there's very little going on up there. You're not wrong. No, I'm not. I'm not absolutely not wrong at all. After the Isotopes win six in a row against the first place Round Rock Express, the Isotopes will be sitting at five and five. Josh, uh, it's doable, right? For sure. It's it's very hard. You know that out of um, last year in our league it was the first year of this six game series. Right. There was only three times throughout the entire season, all ten teams, where there was a six game sweep. Oh my! I did and we've not, we not yet had one in the league at all this year. Well, same or do relatively we've had some five rare. of sixes here and there, but it's I mean it's hard enough to take five of six, let alone all six. But I tell you, we're due. I think we're definitely it's due. Same we're due is what we're saying. Winning Bernard's on that four game hit streak. Uh, he's my favorite isotope, obviously. Obviously, uh, yeah. Who do you expect to see uh, not on the bump tonight? Make a big splash in front of a Tuesday night fan base there at Isotope Spark. Besides Winston Bernard, yeah. I'm excited because Brett Boswell is back in the lineup. I don't know what Pretty type good. of game he's going to have, but he's been out since 
April 17th. He was supposed to be in the lineup game one of the series at Round Rock. He got scratched about two hours before, hamstring issue. So he's been out a while, and I remember talking to you guys about him at the start of the year. This was a big-time prospect who missed all of last year with an ankle injury. He missed all of 2020 due to the pandemic, and the poor guy just cannot get on the field. So I'm happy for him personally that he's on the field, and I hope that he can start to get back to being the player that he was three years ago. He's a multiple base. That When he hits, he hits it very far, and he hits it in the air. So he's a guy that's not afraid to turn left out there on the base pass. Yeah, and he can run, and he can catch. I mean, he, he's got so many tools. He just has got to get out there and play, you know? Hey, speaking of Witten Bernard, like, what else can he do to keep knocking on the door of the big club? Turn back time 10 years. Ah, well, there's that. I mean, if you got a guy almost hitting 400, you're going to make some decisions to get him into your lineup, though, right? Force it. Yeah, I mean, you would think so. And, you know, I saw that Chris Bryant's once again back is an issue, so, and he might have to go on the injured list. And so if you're the Rockies at that point, you have to decide, like, okay, there's three guys who are on the. Well, wait, there's, yeah, three guys who are on the 40-man roster who are with the Isotopes. Um, that is Montero, Trejo, and Valade. So do you want Trejo or Montero next to infielder? You know, let's face it, Valade's struggling right now. Or do you want to take the chance on, on the guy who's having the best year statistically well, and, and who can run and get it in addition to hitting? Yeah. You know, and it's interesting, too, you know, not talk about managers at any level or whatever, but it's interesting, too, because with the up-down rules now, you don't necessarily approach it the same way you used to. Right. Like, you could, you know, like now there's a factor, but the age thing is, is obviously a thing. But, yeah, Winton is, is a guy who just plays very hard, and, and it looks like he is dialed in in a way right now that he has not been previously in his career. So, so th- I mean, this, is, this kind of feels like the one to your boy. I, I would add this, too, is that, let's face it, who, if Bryant does go on the injured list and the Rockies have to call up someone, whoever they call up is probably not going to get a lot of playing time, right? You still have Daza, you still have Gritchick, you still have Hilliard, you still have Charlie Blackman. So that person's not going to get a lot of playing time. Well, Bernard is used to keeping himself ready every other day, every right. third day, and Bernard can help you win a game as a pinch runner late in the game. I was about game. to say that exact he, thing. Yeah, he can yeah. win a game for you defensively as a late-game substitution. What? So he actually profiles better as a reserve to help you in certain spots. Is he, Correct me if I'm wrong. He's like 9 of 9 on like steals attempts this year. Is that correct? It's something he, of that neighborhood. He's 8 of 8, and last year he was 23 of 25. Okay. So what else you want? Stupid fast is what we call that professionally. I'll take him as a fourth out, uh, outfielder on my Astros. Let's let's start talking. Let's start talking turkey. Time to go. <laughs> Josh, you're the absolute best. Who's on the pregame tonight? Warren Schaefer's on the pregame. And speaking of all these new rules, you know, ABS and the pitch clock, we talked to him. Most of the conversation is about the um, the the pickoff rule. You're only allowed two pickoffs per at bat. It's kind of getting lost in the shuffle, but it has a huge difference strategy wise. So we discussed that. Oh, I know. I hope he calls it stupid. I feel like that's stupid. I agree. We'll find out at 6.15. How about that? Josh, thank you. Enjoy your last 15 minutes of the show, guys. Tune on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. 6 o'clock. Welcome to Quitting Time. Welcome to the program. Ice Tubs Baseball at 6.15. The program today, huh? Big thank you to Greg Brown, who's the head coach of the boys' basketball team over at Volcano Vista, talking to us a little bit about Jaquan, Jaquan Hill, who signed with New Mexico Highlands University. He's the Gatorade Player of the Year, and he is now a cowboy. Let's ride. Mike Dominguez, head coach of New Mexico Highlands University, talking about 
how he recruits New Mexico Highland athlete. Sebastian Noel, who joined us to talk about how he feels New Mexico Highland athlete is better than it's ever been right now. And I tell you what, the boy agrees. There's a bunch of studs in this state, man. It's really cool to see. It's really cool. The, the, the growth and development that they've shown in all of these programs here in the metro area and all across the state. You know, since we've been doing this, ah, and I legit for you, what is it, four years? You got four we, years coming up? So we started this program. That's not correct. It's, Three years coming up. Yeah, we started this Three program years. in July of 19 in a weekend yes. format, and now we exist here. You know I'm not a math guy, Fred. There's a lot of things you're not. There's yeah. a lot. It's it's actually. I'm probably a more not things than I am things. I would agree. You're Yeah, you're. there's a handful of things that you absolutely are, and there's Correct. no confusion. Yes. And then there's a bunch of things that you pretend to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. They'll never name Tom Forney Field in Carlsbad after you. Changing it? No, it's Tom Forney Field for the rest of eternity now. Yes. Yeah. By the way, congratulations. I knew you mentioned this when I wasn't on the program, but to your Carlsbad cave. There's another example. Sure. Yeah, the cavemen, Carlsbad just wins state championships. They put players in Major League Baseball. Yeah. What? They got more coming, too. This might be the best group they've ever had. They and, might they might send their whole team to college in the pros. Isn't that nuts? That's how good they are. They blanked Sandia in that ship. Blanked them. It was rough. And they're just going to be better next year. There's a crazy time for New Mexico athletics as far as kids and community goes. And I'll be the first to admit, we're no real sports. We don't pay, we don't give enough love to high school athletics. We need to make that conscious effort. That's what we have the pros like Sebastian on. Oh, that's true. Brandon Ortega. That's true. Yeah. If we were to call Van Tate right now and be like, what's going on? He'd be like, let me tell you everything about swimming. He'd be like, cool. 100%. Sure. Golf? Thank you. I'm into it, though. I'm into how good athletics is at a high school level here. And I'm very much into universities, be it D1, D2, NAIA, junior college, whatever. Pursuing New Mexico athletes. That to me is just tremendous. And also, like, not to get on a kick because we're about to do the I 9 varsity of rocks. There's something to me that's really special about when you can identify athletes from our state as dudes. Sure. And it's like there are a bunch of dudes in this state. Mm-hmm. And they can be basketball or football or baseball or cross country. They can be anything. They be, hey, dudes are ladies too. Don't think ladies aren't dudes. Ladies are dudes. She'd be that dude. Yeah. She could be that dude. I'm about that. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of rocks. League office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Connect with I-9 Sports for youth programs in Albuquerque, Rio Rancho, and Edgewood. Get your kids started early and learn the fundies. Okay. You want me to go first? Uh, go ahead. Kick it off. Right, I'm going to start with The Rock. Okay. So, obviously. I figured you would. Yeah, the people's champ. Yeah. The man with the eyebrow, the Brahma Bull himself. Okay. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, formerly Rocky Maivia, multi-time WWE champion, star of the Fast and the Furious, everything, uh, star of everything that is filmed in a jungle. Mm-hmm. I have The Rock clock on my phone. Are you familiar with The Rock clock? Not a clue. It's an app that alerts you to what The Rock is doing during the day so that you can parallel it, including an alarm clock at 4 a.m. 
a breakfast with about a million calories in it, okay. a workout regimen that lasts half the day, and then filming a movie, but that part you don't have to do. Well, how do you be able to smell what he's cooking on the app? You just got to imagine it? They just describe it, what he's cooking? That's a gosh darn good joke. Yeah. First on my I-9 Varsity of Rocks. Mm-hmm. I was going to go a lot of ways with this. Oh, okay. I'm going to play it straight for you, Fred. Do it. Give it to me. Hard. Yeah, hard rock is a good rock. Hard rock. Yeah. It's the best rock. Easily the best rock. (sighs) Hard rock. Rock and roll. Rock. Garage rock. Blues. Psychedelic. Acid. Glam. Those are all under the umbrella of hard rock. Okay, and I was... Hard rock is probably my number one answer. So I guess I was a little confused because I thought you were talking cafe. Hotel and casino, stadium. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No, 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 no not that. Okay. Not that. No, the genre of music. Oh, see, I thought you were Hard talking. rock. Okay. I'm going to go with pet. Okay, that's strong. Yeah. Yeah. There's something fun to me about putting googly eyes on things mm-hmm. and putting, from the live chat, yacht rock. The whole reason we're here. That's how we started <laughs> it. Thank you very much. I'm going to go with pet rock, but uh, the thing that's fun about pet rocks is they got some googly eyes on them, and googly eyes make everything that much funner. You're a big googly eye guy. The, uh, you usually just roll with a pack in your backpack. Are you talking about, well, I'm, I'm not into eye rolls. I'm into googly eyes. So correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next on my I-9 varsity of rocks, mm-hmm. we're going to go with rock salt. Oh, that's a good one. You know I'm a bad dude in the kitchen, and having nice spices you is cor- a very important part of it. So I like that little little crunchy grind that when you're grinding the fresh rock salt, you got more of a more of a coarse coating mm-hmm. on your your prepared food. When it comes, especially like some pink Himalayan, yeah, big rock salt guy. When it comes to the kitchen, you're about as bad of a dude as corn pop. So, corn pop is a bad dude. Corn pop is a bad dude. They used to dip their uh, razors in the rain bucket. <laughs> yeah. it's a a very good reference thank you uh cut short by injury but still 162 games or something he played Rocco Baldelli oh I was a big Rocco guy same I thought Rocco's career because he came up about time I was exiting high school I believe he was top three or four in rookie of the year voting whenever he was with um Tampa Bay but I never really came Together for him, again, million injuries. Uh, but I think he's coaching now, so I'm going to go with Rocco Baldelli. He sure is coaching right now. He was one of my favorite fantasy picks. He's kind of a do-it-all kind of guy. He's 40? Are you kidding me? He's a man. Dang. Italian. Very few Italians in Major League Baseball. It's more of a softball country. Next on my I-9 varsity, mm. rocks. You know I'm a big Topes guy? You are. Nothing I love more than a day baseball game uh-huh. with the Albuquerque Isotopes. I'm going to represent their parent organization. Oh, I had that on my list. On my I-9 Varsity Rocks, the Colorado Rockies. Fun to watch. Yeah, that's a very good answer. Not Coor- Round hey. Rock. Coors Field. Hey, Vital, you don't ever bring up Round Rock during the I-9 hey, Varsity. It's hey. Rockies, not Easy. Round Rock. Yeah, figure Easy. it out. What are you trying to do over here? Start a fire? Gosh. I'm going to go with the rock-on hand signal that you throw up at a concert. Ow! You know what I'm talking about? Index up, pinky up. Devil's horns? I thought that's what that was. Did I, you, I you thought it meant rock-on. I thought it meant rock-on. Yeah? It doesn't? I thought it was the 
devil's horns. Are you telling me I've been praising Satan this whole time? Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about your future. Okay. Okay. God, my bad on that one. Well, there's no way to listen to hard rock music and put up your, what did you call it? Your, I, I, your I thought rock, it was rock on. Your yeah. rock on. Yeah. The devil's horns. Hand horns is what it's officially called. I had no idea. Without Rockford Fosgate stereo equipment. Okay, that's so, a banger. Big shout out to Rockford Fosgate. Albuquerque used to be one of the homes of Rockford Fosgate. Oh, who knew? Vital, what right. time are we off? Yeah, five minutes. All right. All right. How about that? You want to do another round? Well, I got, well, I have a lot more. I was Actually, with you okay. guys, though, we got two and a half. Okay. Kid Rock, I put on the list. Why? It doesn't have to be a good list, does it? It's a good point. Hey, in his defense, hey, I've said that twice. How about this? To be fair. To be fair. Uh, to, be fair. to be fair. For all of his moral deficits, he does cap his ticket prices. To make sure it's a, oh he hates Ticketmaster. It's affordable to his audience, so that's yeah. a very redeeming quality. He, of, he also caps beer prices. Yeah, that's he, true. Yeah, so he, he wants families to be able to come have a good game. I'm into that. I think Rock Friends. It's a episode of the Unikitty. I stumbled across this one night, and let's say let's say hypothetically it's legal now. Let's say I was on some jazz cabbage. Okay. And I watched this cartoon, and I giggled uncontrollably, and I wasn't supposed to, because oh. it's a children's cartoon, but I stumbled across it, and it was quite funny. Lost me there at the end. Rock Friend by Unikitty. Uh, we need to take a moment before the program ends, and this was a developing story during the program, and we did not make mention of it until the very end. We had a lot of guests lined up. We had, a, we had something in mind, and uh, so how very fortunate we are to sometimes be an alternative to some of the news that's going on in the world as a form of entertainment and the aforementioned giggles that Van just had. But um, absolute tragedy today in Uvalde, Texas, as uh, 14 students and a teacher um, lay dead after a school shooting. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of life outside of sports, and there is a lot of tragedy on this planet earth and how unfortunate it is that so regularly there's active shooter incidents at uh, schools and universities. Um, just an absolute, just sad day. And um, our, obviously everything that we have positive and emotionally that we can offer, we, we would, but uh, the city of Uvalde absolutely feeling a heartbreak today. Thank you for those words, Fred. I'm I'm more upset right now than sympathetic that this keeps happening over and over again in this country. Ooh. And we just keep throwing our hands up and don't do anything about it. The the world of mental health that that surrounds firearms and aggression and anger is um, needs a serious revamp. A serious revamp. You're not wrong. So um We'll see how much mention this gets tomorrow as that story develops. Van, any final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but anything that we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and Amory. Is Jeff in tomorrow, Amory? Is he gone? He's No, he's off tomorrow. So it's Amory and JJ tomorrow. Steph Griffin producing? Let's oh, get weird with bonus. that one. Ice Dope's baseball after this. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.